At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it, I'm R.J. Live, coast to coast, out of the sick bed. Why? Who wants Brad Powers bragging a third straight day (laughs) about his victory without a little pushback? Six o'clock Eastern, three o'clock here in Vegas. Action-packed hour for you. We got Brad Powers. He's a pro who knows. Also, Steve Fezzik joins us. Sports batters listen for the money. Sports fans listen to know more than their buddies. Our personal promise, we will deliver the Vegas truth to you. But you can't have pros. Without Joe's, he is Jonas Knox. Always good to be here on a Friday, RJ, and we start here on Straight Out of Vegas with a story in the NFL in which the Kansas City Star is reporting the Chiefs wide receiver Tyreek Hill is under investigation for an alleged battery that took place involving a minor. That minor is reportedly his three-year-old son, and there are reports of a broken arm sustained by the minor in this story. Obviously, Tyreek Hill with a checkered pass and into 
resident from college that involved domestic battery and his then pregnant girlfriend. So, RJ, what does Vegas make of the news out of Kansas City? Well, I think the best we can do is quantify the value of these players and then the events occur, the leagues make their decision, and we go from there. So, Fez, as you look at Hill... What kind of value do we put on him? Tyreek Hill is worth a full point, RJ. Now, that doesn't sound like much, but for a non-quarterback, that's about as valuable a player as you will see in the NFL. So how many guys, T.Y. Hilton's on that list for you, right? He's, <laughs> he's less than one. What? He's three-quarters of a point. <laughs> how many guys are worth a point or more? Just about five or six only. Who's on that list? So, you know, you Zeke for Dallas and, um, you know, when he was in his prime, um, Brown for Pittsburgh. Now. Jim, Jim Brown in his prime? I mean, no, We're AB. talking about today. Today. <laughs> <Yeah>. Who's <laughs> worth... A point today. Uh, well, Hopkins for uh, Houston would be worth yeah, a point. Yes, so, so we're talking about the best. Is there anyone that's not a running back or a wide receiver? No. No tight end, even today. Even Kelsey wouldn't be worth a full point. No. All right, so super valuable for a non-quarterback. Jonas, you're the news guy. Is there any take on this that, you know, our motto at Straight Out of Vegas is we have to be better or different? What do you think? The immediate take and the general consensus is they should ban him if it's true. Okay, well, that's if it's true. I think we got to wait on this. I think there, obviously, he's got a checkered past. Things have happened before, but until we know every detail involved, it's hard to say that a guy should lose his career based on a report that drops on a Friday. I agree. One of the nice things with my recovering from the illness voice, this is the I think, let me think about it. Yes, 47th anniversary of The Godfather's release. Mm, so huh. I think I, I sound a little bit more like The Godfather. So I'll say... I'm a superstitious man. So yes, we'll wait for all the news to break, but... uh I am a superstitious man. Well, speaking of former Kansas City Chiefs, it was announced earlier today that Kareem Hunt, now with the Cleveland Browns, will be suspended the first eight games of the upcoming season. Obviously, this stemming back to a video that was broken by TMZ in which Kareem Hunt was seen kicking at a woman in front of an elevator at a hotel in Cleveland. So, RJ, what does Vegas do with the report that Kareem Hunt is done the first half of next season? Okay, so Fez, we've got the contrast uh, here. Hill, one of the most valuable non-quarterbacks in the NFL. Where's Kareem Hunt go? Kareem Hunt for Cleveland is actually not worth anything, and here's why, RJ. It's not that he's not a really good running back, but Cleveland has a top 10 running back in Chubb already. They got good depth with Duke Johnson, at least right now. And so because of that, and because Kareem Hunt is on Cleveland, he does not move the needle at all. And I might note, this news was not unexpected. So we've got a contrast here where the Tyreek Hill news is a complete shock, and the Hunt suspension was expected. Okay, so build into the win totals or any other numbers that might be out there. And you bring up Fezzik, uh, one of the basic assumptions of the value of a player it's in contrast to the backup. Joe Montana, how much was he worth? Eh, half a point. When Steve Young was his backup, it's all relative. And with the Browns, 
lot of depth on that team. Exactly. And the Browns season win number, they're the only NFL team with the season number out, RJ, came out in Vegas Browns at eight and a half. Currently, the over is minus 160. All right. So that's interesting. We put out nine as a back of the napkin number. I did that on Twitter at RJ in Vegas with some consultation with you. How much is a half a game worth in the NFL? Half a game is worth 50 cents. So eight and a half over minus 160 is the mathematical equivalent of a team having nine matching the number you tweeted out. So you're saying you were exactly right. No, I'm saying you were exactly well, right. Well, by being smart <laughs> enough to take your advice, <laughs> I, I guess we'll uh, <laughs> I guess we'll accept that. And I refuse to be a fool. How about some actual NFL news, guys? Believe it or not, we do have stories in the NFL outside of some of the stuff off the field because on the field there was a quarterback trade announced earlier today. The Miami Dolphins are sending away Ryan Tannehill to the Tennessee Titans. The Dolphins will receive a 2020 fourth-round pick along with a 2019 seventh-round pick in exchange for Tannehill and a 2019 sixth-round pick. So, RJ, what does Vegas think of the move in Miami? How does it impact Tennessee? This is back to one of our basic assumptions is understanding the salary cap, which is a specialty, right? It's a specialization. It strikes me Tannehill has a contract that's one of those, mm, how do you describe it? It's not a rookie deal. It's not a hit the jackpot deal. It's one of those, we're not sure about you, so we're going to give you the in-between. Oftentimes, if a team gives up on a guy like that, they want to get rid of him. I mean, there was the deal just recently. If I remember right, we were making the joke. It's like, well, you take him, but you got to give us a pastrami sandwich back. What was that trade? I refresh my memory on that one. Does Is you guys remember? Case Keenum? Yes. Yes. Right. So that's a perfect example. Thank you, Jonas. Is with Keenum, they signed a contract with Denver. And they said, whoa, we made a mistake. They gave him up, and they actually received more picks back, which is pretty much saying, hey, uh, well, actually, I'm sorry, they gave more picks, saying, hey, this contract is so bad, we got to throw something in. The fact they're getting real picks out of Tannehill tells me that this was perceived by the Titans that Tannehill has real value even with a – you know, contract that's not nothing. Yeah, absolutely. And let's let's face it, what's the book on the Titans? Well, Mariota always gets injured, and they don't have a backup, and they fade out of contention. And as far as the Dolphins, I got to tell you, though, RJ, I don't think that this is just sour cap. I think this might be a rare case where the Dolphins are already looking to win in 2020 or in the future and not in 2019. With an eye, so what does that tell you? Well, I can tell you that currently on the roster, their two quarterbacks are Luke Falk and uh, Rudock. He played for what, Iowa and Michigan, Brad? Oh, yeah. oh, we're talking about, you're saying Miami somehow, it, obviously they're going to pick a quarterback and, and, and try to do something with a rookie, right? Maybe Fitzmagic comes back. We'll see. <clears throat> yeah, to me, this just feels like if they would have given Tannehill away, we would have said, oh, Maybe a little early because the book in Vegas was when Gase was there and Tannehill was healthy, Tannehill played surprisingly well. Various people had stats backing that up. I think the marketplace here was pretty robust 
to get. And again, repeat it, Jonas. What did they get for Tannehill? They're going to get, uh, let me get this uh, quickly here. Miami's going to receive a 2024th round pick and a, a seventh round pick in this upcoming draft next month. So really, that's not that different than Antonio Brown. Yeah, and they, but they gave up a sixth round pick. So they swapped a sixth and the seventh, basically getting a fourth. Not that different than Antonio Brown, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, what I'm saying is one of the best wide receivers. And I, I'm curious, Fez, I know you rank these quarterbacks, and where do you guys have? What's the difference between Marcus Mariota and Ryan Tannehill amongst rankings right now? Yeah, so Mariota's just a very capable, slightly below average quarterback in my quarterback rankings. I have him number 19 for the Titans, and I've got Tannehill currently as my number 28 quarterback. So he's not awful. I've got him above Eli Manning. He's just a well below average quarterback. Man, I think it's closer than that. I think I don't think Tannehill's as bad as as you're saying he is. I actually think he's a little bit close. I'm not that high on Mariota. I think there's injury concerns. I think he turns the ball over too much. I think he gets a free pass because he's a really nice guy. I don't know that that Tannehill wouldn't have a shot to beat him out of the job in the off season or in training camp. Yeah, but Jonas, doesn't Tannehill also have injury concerns? Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, he hasn't been able to stay healthy. 100% agree, but I, it feels like Tannehill, I, I, I trust him more that he's not going to make reckless decisions as opposed to a Mariota. Um, it would take a lot for them to turn their backs on the guy that they drafted. So, yeah, more than likely he's going to be a backup quarterback. But now you're hearing these reports that Miami's thinking about Colin Kaepernick, that according to Jason Lockenfora, uh, Teddy Bridgewater uh, turning down the Dolphins, going back to be a back up with the New Orleans Saints. I wonder if Teddy Bridgewater was told something by Miami that made him get to the decision where I'm just going to go back and be a backup, which means this year is probably a waste in Miami, and now things get interesting in Tennessee with two quarterbacks. It's going to be real interesting to see the Miami season win number when, when that comes up. Currently, the two worst teams in the NFL, I feel strongly, Miami Dolphins and Arizona, and I'm frankly not sure which team is worse. Now, the funny thing here is Fez and I have a bet, like a mm. five-year bet on Miami. I have that bet, too. And he, and he keeps <laughs> and, he, and he keeps hinting at how bad Miami is going to be next year with this little smirk on his face. You can see why he was uh, not one of the favorites <laughs> on the playground. What? <laughs> when we come back, talk about contention. We have a debate between Brad and Fezzik on how good is Duke. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox, and this is the pregame show you always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we have got a crossfire conversation and debate on one of the big topics in the world of sports. Each weekday, we have fun bringing the fun of Vegas straight to you. Right now in the Strip, 64 degrees, and the neon is pumping. You guys, the force known as Zion Williamson is back for the Duke Blue Devils. He made his return after going down with a mild knee sprain following the explosion of his shoe on national television. Zion came back as Duke, number five in the country, beat Syracuse 84-72 in the ACC tournament last night. Zion finished with 29 points, 14 boards, went 13 from 13 from the field. So, RJ, what is the Vegas perspective on the return of Zion. Well, it seems like he probably was, you know, healthy enough to come back a game before. <laughs> if he actually admitted three games before he could have came back. Oh, interesting. So, you know, I guess you could say story of my life is I had a plus uh, 400 on a 50-50 proposition, but somehow, well... But you need to understand it is not a gamble. It is a calculated risk. Do you have any sense, Brad, that you shouldn't take the money? Any sense that you are on the wrong side of none, it? None, none, no way. Gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Give you know, RJ, while you were gone, I got to disclose to you that Brad, <clears throat> I asked him, I said, now, didn't, weren't you the one that said that Zion was 50 50 to return just a few days before he actually returned? And Brad commented that he was sandbagging with that estimate, and he was always confident that uh, Zion was coming back. So when we offered to double the bet and he refused, that was a weird kind of sandbagging, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And the comedy find of the year making his television debut. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so let's get past (laughs) all that. What we can say is this. We've got a crossfire. What's a crossfire? First, it's when you hear this music. You know there's a battle of brewing. In this case, the question is, Duke at the current number, is there value? 
is there a sense that, hey, if Zion had played the whole season on one hand, they'd have a much better record, they'd be perceived to be much better. On the other hand, the debate is, well, actually, when they didn't have Zion, they didn't look all that good. Can one guy make all that much difference? In one corner, the comedic find, Brad Powers. <laughs> In the other corner, Steve Fezzik. Since I'm the arbiter of all things on this show, since Brad was lying, Fez, I'm letting you go first. Make your case. Zion is so important to this team. Brad Powers, you yourself said that he was worth six points to this team. So, of course, they don't look good. They don't- not remember now. He didn't say that Zion was worth six. Initially, it was, I think he's worth about five. And then as they kept playing worse or not, you know, underperforming, then it was maybe six. And then it was, you know, it, perhaps it could even be seven. That was the progression, if you remember. Exactly right. After they almost lose to Wake Forest when the rim seemed to shrink as Wake Forest put up the game-winning shot that somehow didn't go in, suddenly Zion's worth 10. Well, he's worth a heck of a lot. We can all conclude that. And you know what? I am not concerned about how Duke looked lousy without him because with them, they, they are a dominant team, one of the best teams that we've seen in recent history. But value is there. All year long, they had Zion. Duke was plus 180 to win the title. I said, nope, no good. You know, getting shorted by the odds makers. Well, now Duke is plus 230 with exactly the same squad as they've had all year long. I am on Duke plus 230. And it's actually not the same squad, Fez. Uh, Duke right now playing without their starting center, uh, who's definitely out for the ACC tournament, questionable for the NCAA tournament. So that's a notch in Duke's armor at this point. And What did we learn with Zion being out? Well, Cam Reddish, who is considered to be a top five pick in the NBA draft, along with Zion, along with R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish is playing nowhere near like a top five pick. On top of that, Duke's point guard, Jones, expected to be a top 20 pick in the NBA NBA draft, nowhere playing nowhere near that level without Zion. And really, it took last night Zion to play his best game of the season. Best game of the season he played last night in his return, and yet Duke failed to meet the closing line, expectations being the spread on the game against Syracuse. So even with Zion playing his best game of the season so far, Duke came short where it counts the most. Well, wait. Now, Duke won that game by 12 points. Yeah. That was the number. They met expectations. It was the number one we did the show, but it, it got climbed up to 13, 13 right, and so a half. It was right around the number. Yeah. It was right around the number. <laughs> so here, here's the question. <laughs> Is in Zion's absence... Brad, you seem to feel like the remaining players, when the pressure was on, when when more was required from the remaining Duke players, they fell short. We found out about them, and they failed the test. Absolutely, they did. I mean, Duke without Zion was 3-3 and and outscored their opponents by just two points per game. Weren't even close to a top-five team without For you to think at plus 180, there's not value, plus 230 there is. You must either think Zion is better than he was, which you could make a small case, I think, oh, how great will it be for his narrative if they struggle without him and then he comes back and leads them to the title. But for the most part, you're saying the assumptions about the team around Duke, or I'm sorry, around Zion, that Duke team, better be about the same 
for there to be value at 230 when there wasn't at 180. Is that what you believe? Yeah, I think Duke has about a one-third chance to win. So no, I, no, no, Now we're going back to you just repeating the math. Right. I'm asking you, do you believe the team around Zion is as good from today's perspective, thinking of it today as you thought two or three weeks ago? No, I think it's slightly worse, but I think Zion's even better than I thought he Just was. Just because of what you saw last night. And I and because of why Duke struggled without him. Clearly, he's the most important piece to this team. It's not even close. He's the best player in college basketball, RJ. And frankly, I'm not so concerned that Duke's struggling without him and without their center. Let's face it, they're going to get a one seed, at worst a two seed. They're going to have to beat a 16 seed, and they're going to have to win one game. Then their center's going to have two weeks off. He's going to be healthy, so they're down two starters. They've been down two starters and struggling. They'll be just fine. The verdict on this is you're both right, but ultimately Brad's right. In my opinion, there's more value. I don't think we've lost 50 cents of value on Duke in this interim. But I, I think that at plus 180, it was probably so far off to start with, whereas there wasn't great value that even at plus 230, there probably isn't great value on Duke. So I cer- certainly wouldn't go out and rush to bet on Duke. And I would say this, though, it makes a great point. Zion really does seem like one of the most valuable college players we've seen in a long, long time. This is another example of why you guys are the pros and guys like me are the Joes. Because Brad just won money because of Zion. He just won a bet because of Zion. And 15 minutes later, he's already down on Duke and Zion afterwards. I would have fallen in love with Zion and been so pot committed. I just continue to bet on him as a, as a show of, of, of appreciation for what he did for me in my bank account. Well, because deep down, Brad knows he shouldn't have won that money. <laughs> and, and oftentimes you'll see this, Jonas, is when a gambler wins a bet he shouldn't win, he'll do something stupid with the money as a, as a, as a self-loathing right. action. Guys, uh, sticking with college basketball, earlier today there was an upset in the top 10 as number 9 LSU fell to Florida 76-73 to in the SEC tournament, the quarterfinal matchup. So what does it mean seeing LSU fall to Florida? Well, first off, let's just take the, the basic uh, principle, Florida it, with that win, that slight upset over LSU, the Florida Gators pretty much punched their way into the NCAA tournament today. But the bigger story here is LSU and what we saw in that game. LSU, obviously with an interim coach, their normal head coach, Will Wade, still under the FBI investigation, still indefinitely suspended by the university. LSU looked like clearly the better team to start that one off. And as the game went on, and Fez made a great point here, uh, and you can explain further. It looked like LSU was completely outcoached in the second half of that game. Yeah, if you just watched the first uh, two up to the first, second media timeout, the first eight minutes, you would say this LSU team is as good as Duke athletically. Unbelievable dunks and the like. Clearly the better athletes, but they could not make the adjustments as the game went on. Florida outcoached LSU. That's why Florida won this game. And, and in the last possession... There was actually a, a dialed-up play for Florida to get a wide-open three at the end that actually won the game for Florida, so that even came in a coaching advantage. But i got to be honest with you guys. Going into this, I didn't understand the line at all. First off, LSU was right around this morning a three-point favorite here. To me, that looked right, meaning if everything was 100% with LSU, they had their coach, there wasn't any question marks about their players being suspended or not. 
Three points seemed fair. And then what happened today, it was announced that one of their players was going to play, and the market continued to bet LSU up. I thought there was clear value on the Gators. And the LSU player was supposed to play anyway. So really, yes. this was this was no news that the market's overreacted to, right? Yeah, it, I think we're getting the weeds a little bit. What, the one thing I do want to extract from it is this. What I'm hearing you say, Brad, is the line seemed right if LSU didn't have any distractions, problems with coaches, et cetera. Yep. And the fact that they did means the value was on the opponent anyway. Yep. Then some news breaks about a player where it looked like he was going to play. Oh, look, he is going to play, and it goes up even more. So it seems like the market is saying, hey, this LSU absence at coach, no big deal. Though from the eye test, you guys are saying it looks like the backup coach who has a losing record in Division One got out X and O'd in the game. Correct. And I think what happened, too, in the, in the first game without him, LSU got to play an absolutely dead Vanderbilt team. And because LSU played well in that one game against a dead team, the markets have shrugged off his absence as not being as important as it is. When we come back in just a minute, Brad will have a chance to talk more about Zion because it is Duke, North Carolina. That's coming up next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Dan Byer. Kansas City Star saying that Chiefs wide receiver Tyreek Hill is under investigation for an alleged battery involving a juvenile. The paper says that a source tells the paper that is that the juvenile involved in the matter is Hill's son. Now, the Chiefs say they are aware of the incident and Hill has not been charged or arrested by the Overland Park Police Department. Former Chiefs running back and current Browns tailback Kareem Hunt suspended eight games for violating the league's personal conduct policy. Penalty stemming from that video that surfaced in November of Hunt pushing and kicking a woman at a hotel in February of 2018. Hunt was soon released by the Chiefs after that video became public as the team said that Hunt was not truthful in what happened that evening. Dolphins traded quarterback Ryan Tannehill to the Tennessee Titans along with a sixth-round pick. Miami gets a fourth-round pick in 2020 and a seventh-round pick. Dolphins will also pay $5 million of Tannehill's $7 million salary with the Titans for the upcoming season. Some news to Major League Baseball. Phillies outfielder Bryce Harper left today's Grapefruit League game after he was hit on the ankle by a pitch in the contest against the Blue Jays. Phillies are calling it a right ankle contusion, while Dodgers manager Dave Roberts said that Clayton Kershaw won't likely be ready for opening day, but could pitch in the opening week of the season as he tries to return from shoulder discomfort. And in college basketball, as you guys were talking about, in the SEC quarterfinals, it was drama in Nashville. Johnson drives the ball, goes inside, kicks it to Nimhart, out front for a three ball. It's good! It's good! It's good! Oh my! Andrew Nimhart is in a three ball at the top of the arc, and the Gators take the lead. And one second to play in the game. 76-73 was that final on the Gator IMG Sports Network. Florida gets Auburn tomorrow, who beat South Carolina. Michigan State and Wisconsin will play in the Big Ten semis tomorrow after both picked up wins in quarterfinal action today. Back to you guys. Thanks, Dan. Straight out of Vegas here, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in just a few minutes, we will take a look ahead at a 7 p.m. Eastern time tip-off, give you a chance to earn a little bit of coin on a Friday, if you please. I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. He is the voice of Vegas, R.J. Bell. So, Brad, was there any other results so far that you'd say, that tells me something I didn't know? Any any real Red, bold result. No, believe it or not, there really hasn't been today. It's no news today. Michigan State advanced against the Buckeyes. That was one of the bigger games. 
relatively close to the spread. Michigan State was right around a 10-point favorite, one by seven. Ohio State had a little bit of a comeback. Not many finals from this uh, to earlier today other than that Florida LSU game that was surprising. Now, one of the nice features is, and this is new for us, we've never done this before, is this Thursday coming up and this Friday, so the day one and day two of the tournament, is at the Hard Rock Cafe in the vinyl room is what they call it. Dice Man's played there, a lot of big names, is we're having both nights starting at 10 o'clock Pacific, a live podcast and what are we going to do? It's about a 300-seat room. We're going to have meet and greet. We're going to have an open mic with questions. All-star panel. Fezzik's there. Brad's there. Other experts there. And really, what's the theory? Is the time between those Thursday games and those Friday games, that's when you got to figure out what happened on Thursday how does that end up applying to Saturday? And then what's the late-breaking stuff that applies to Friday? That's what we will be covering. And you can go to my Twitter, at RJ in Vegas, and check that out Thursday and Friday night. we got a couple of games tipping off here in about 25 minutes from now. We'll get to those here in a moment. But first, want to let you know we are brought to you by Mako. You might not be able to get a new car with your tax refund, but you can make your car feel like it's brand new. All it needs is a great paint job. Come into Mako today and get your free dream paint job during their tax season sales event. ACC tournament is obviously underway. We are at the semifinals, and at 7 Eastern time on ESPN, number 2 Virginia is taking on number 12 Florida. Florida State. And I lean with Florida State here plus. So what's our line? Yeah, Florida State plus nine here is my lean on the Seminoles. And normally, I got to say, I would be worried with a team coming off an overtime win from the previous day on short rest. That's exactly the situation Florida State's in. Usually a negative. You got to play the next day. You had to play an extra five minutes. I would say, hey, I'm more likely than not I want to fade that team. But the difference between Florida State and most teams are Florida State's very deep, one of the deepest teams in the country. 11 guys average more than 10 minutes per game for the Florida State Seminoles. I don't think that has as big of an impact like the market is saying here. Therefore, I lean with Florida State plus nine. Any thoughts, Fez? I don't like Florida State. I don't like the fact that they got back-to-back in the past week overtime wins where they covered both games against Virginia Tech in overtime. RJ, they've been lucky. I don't like betting on teams that have been fortunate during the past week. And another reason it wasn't a like for me, I mean, Virginia, when they're not playing Duke, <laughs> has been nearly unbeatable against the number. 23-6 and six against the spread is Virginia. And when they're not playing Duke, they look like one of the best teams in college basketball the last five, six years. And Virginia was unlucky enough to have to have played both their games against Duke when Zion was playing. North Carolina missed Zion in their two games against Duke. Well, and one of the reoccurring themes during conference tournament week is more than two games in a week. It's something that happens rarely during the regular season, happens during these conference tournaments. Speaking of that, we've got Duke, North Carolina next. Yeah, that's right. Duke and North Carolina, they've already played a couple of times this year. Obviously, we know what happened in those games. North Carolina with the, with the sweep, Zion Williamson with the injury in the first game, and tipping off at 9 Eastern time, Duke is a four-point favorite right now on pregame.com to take on the Tar Heels. You know, I'm going to call an audible here. I'm going to lean with North Carolina at the current number, and it's all about the number for me, North Carolina plus four. Earlier in the day, looked pretty cheap on Duke. It was two and a half. 
then three, then three and a half. But now at the current number of four, I think the value's on the North Carolina side. And there's this big misperception out there this time of year. It's tough to beat a team three times in one season. You get that a lot. The reality is 70% of the time, the team that won the first two meetings goes on to win the third meeting when it comes to college basketball. And that's a 10-year sample size, nearly 1,000 games. I'll lean with North Carolina, who I think is going to have a chip on their shoulder, hearing all this talk about Zion the last 24 hours, when reality is North Carolina is battling for a number one seed right along with Duke tonight. And I'm going to lean to Duke because I don't care that North Carolina beat Duke without Zion in both of the games. Zion is back, and Duke is not just the better team. They're the much better team. I think they get the win. I think they get the cover. Well, to me, this is a rare – let's just sit back and appreciate how rare this is. We've got one of the best college basketball players of the last decade. Agree. All right. That ended up missing two games in the biggest rivalry in college basketball. Yep. Right? North Carolina. It's the biggest. No question. No argument. And then you have the team that had the missing player lose both of those games. Yep. Now the missing player is back. And literally, the number one seed's at stake. Yep. I mean, it's it's both you guys' bet. Whoever wins this game gets a number one seed. Whoever doesn't, doesn't. Correct? Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, this is like a movie. <laughs> it is. I mean, it, it really is. The setup, the the biggest rivalry in sports, one of the, the best players of a decade, he misses a game, the other team wins. He misses a second, the other team wins. Now, here he comes back. And the stakes are super high. Wowza. And that storyline, a lot of people are playing on in that storyline, RJ. From all reports so far today, this is anticipated to be the most bet college basketball game of the season so far. And it it makes a ton of sense. To me, I lean North Carolina, and here's why. Well, the line move, it's all about the numbers, right? But if North Carolina was fundamentally the lesser team, whereas they're a B team and Duke's the A team. They're going to be scared that the A team has everybody. Oh, yeah, we won those first two, but in the back of our minds, we know they didn't have Zion. North Carolina's recruits are just as good. They might not be playing as well. They might somehow, the rankings might say, these guys, this guy's going to go 13th instead of 3rd. But these kids on North Carolina, if you just look at, let's say, the recruiting from their sophomore season rankings, probably pretty much what Dukes were. I would say Dukes higher and definitely got higher rate recruits. But North Carolina we're talking has about, the experience. Is, we're at, talking about is Princeton better than Harvard at academics. Yes. We're talking about these are the highest yes, no tier. Question. Top recru- five. Top five team. Top five recruits aren't scared. And to me, I think they're going to look at this North Carolina as an opportunity to put the nail in the coffin of Duke and say, we swept you. And, and st- obviously Duke's motivated. But I don't think North Carolina is going to be scared. And I think a lot of teams would be scared. Even a Virginia would be scared if they had won two. But here comes Zion back to get redemption. Mm, that's strong. You notice how RJ's voice is getting like stronger as the show's going on. Like, <laughs> I, it's building to, well, oh, I love it. I don't want to talk about steroid injections in between breaks. 
<laughs> for the vocal cords, as they say. When we come back, there's still a number of key games, including Fezzik's best bet. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox, and this is the pregame show you always wanted, and it's money-making time next here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan, tipping off a little over 10 minutes from now. It's the quarterfinals of the Big Ten Tournament. It's number 13, Purdue and Minnesota. Right now, Purdue is a 10-point favorite on pregame.com. And, Fez, this is one of those you're taking off the rubber band. What are you doing? Why does guy don't carry his money in a wallet? Hey, why does guy carry his money in a roll? Best bet. I like Purdue minus 10. I bet Purdue, RJ. Purdue is rested. They've been off for six days. It's a dream spot for them. Minnesota played an all-in game yesterday. They beat Penn State 77-72. And Minnesota, it was a physically demanding game. It was a mentally demanding game to have to win in overtime. And Purdue has recent revenge. They lost to the Gophers. So so back up a second. I've all... uh, Someone walks up and says, I'm betting against the Patriots. It's like, why? Well, Brady's out. It's like, well, everyone knows Brady's out. So everybody knows 
about the rest disparity here? What would the line have been otherwise? Do you get a sense that it just isn't being accounted for? I don't think the overtime is being accounted for enough. It takes so much out of you, RJ. This is going to be your last game of the year, and you go into overtime, and you need it, and you get the win, and now you got to wheel back and play the next So they're acknowledging one team has more rest. They're saying they're not acknowledging overtime accentuates that fact. And how difficult that game was. Yes. And the second factor, they're not acknowledging the fact that Purdue got upset by Minnesota, not back in January, but just 10 days ago, they lost to this team. So Purdue has revenge against Minnesota. I bet Purdue, I like Purdue. All right. So the pick is Purdue. Minus 10. Against? Minnesota. And I'll say this. I actually think there's a, a sense of relief from Minnesota. Minnesota's been on the bubble. But that game, if you read everyone's uh, bracket projections, basically punched their ticket to the NCAA tournament. So maybe now that they got their win they needed to have, now maybe they're you know not going to show up 100% tonight. Brad's making a great point. Not only are these games happening day after day after day, but the meaning of the games are changing. Literally, it can be... Lose this game, you're out. Win this game, you're in. Now, if you win, the stakes go from as high as possible to then what? Being a 12 seed versus being a 10 seed? Yep. All of a sudden, now the stakes go way, way down. Keep your eyes. It's kind of funny to think, oh, what's ESPN or Fox or the projections, the bubble, what's it mean? Well, they're usually pretty predictive, and it tells you a lot about even if they're not predictive, it's what the team thinks is the case. Mm-hmm. And you can tell a lot about a team's motivation by where they are on the updated bubble list. It's the semifinals of the Pac-12 tournament. We have an 11.30 Eastern time tip-off later in Las Vegas. It's Oregon against Arizona State. Right now the Ducks are a two-point favorite on pregame.com. And I like Oregon here, minus the two points. I bet Oregon minus the two. And it's a very similar handicap to last night. Story time. Go back to the start of the season. Oregon was clearly the best team in the Pac-12. Oregon, believe it or not, a Pac-12 team was considered to be a borderline top 10 team. What happened? Oregon lost their best player, their center. A 20 points per game, 10 rebounds per game kind of guy. All season long, Oregon's been mixing and matching their different lineups. Oregon, in the last six games, has finally found the lineup that works best for them. Last six games, six straight wins for the Ducks, six straight covers. Average cover by 16 points per game, and it's a unique lineup where they start four players that are six foot nine. All of them can handle the ball, and all of them are elite defensively. Oregon, in those six games, each of those games, they've held their opponent to 61 points or less. No Oregon team has done that in 30-plus seasons since they, the shot clock got invented. So take Oregon tonight, a red-hot team, minus the two. So what you're saying is teams evolve throughout the season. When Oregon evolved into their current state, from then on, this team is a different team. This team is a much, much better team. Yeah, right now, Oregon is living up to those preseason top 10 expectations, but not being priced. Now, up. you had a best bet winner yesterday, right? On Oregon, minus Did anyone points. send you any money or anything? No. Oh, wow. Hey, Lama. Hey, how about a little something, you know, for the effort? <laughs> At Brad Power 7 quick quite on Twitter. Quick question. I don't think you can send money, but follow him at least. <laughs> Virginia, this is a team that underperforms in the big, big games, in the conference finals, in the NCAA, compared to the regular season. 
Why is that? And do you expect the same if they end up making the finals here? Well, Virginia has always been known as a defensive team. Offensively, they've had their their struggles, at least in the last four or five years, where they just had off nights and you know, they're a team that it's not able to get a lot of margin. This year, it's completely changed. Right now, in the entire country, Virginia has the number two most efficient offense in the country. By far, it's Virginia's best offense they've had in the last 20 years. And I think that's the difference between this year's Virginia team and the last, especially last year's team that went out in the first round. So you're saying it was just defense doesn't translate to the tournament? Well, I think, you know, I think it's the coach is so good and they play with so much intensity, they typically don't have a ceiling, whereas they aren't, but they also don't have the, the valleys during the mm. regular season. I think it's more about consistency than it is offense. But listen, odds are Virginia is going to win, and odds, and then if they do, they're playing Duke or North Carolina. We'll get a little bit of preview of how this version of Virginia does with the stakes at the highest. The Odd Couple is coming up next. We are straight out of Vegas back on Monday for a full look from a Vegas standpoint at the NCAA tournament bracket, 6 p.m. Eastern time, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 